Eat shit and die, Ricky. Eat shit and live, Bill. People's eyes are gonna pop out of their damn skulls when they see this. Listen, you little bitch. You hang up on me again, I'll gut you like a fish. Finger licking good. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks podcast. I'm your host, Tim Trashmouth Mills. And today's guests are co-hosts SJ and Dan St. Germain of the It Couple podcast. If you haven't checked out the It Couple podcast yet, I highly recommend you do so. They're currently taking a small break during the holidays, but definitely go follow them on all the social medias for all updates on when they return. As well as make sure you go follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and X as well for all updates on the podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can sign up for the Patreon for only $2 a month. The link for that is in the description. Or you can just support it the freeway by sharing it around or rating and subscribing wherever you're listening. Both are appreciated. Thank you guys again so much for listening, and let's get into this week's episode. But uh, we can jump right in. Of course, before I dive right into the horror stuff, I you know I do like to give you guys room to promote anything. This episode will be dropping the first Thursday in December. Oh, so promote. Yeah, as I say, if you want to go to shoot out whatever uh, dates you have, you know, coming up in the stand up world or anything else you guys got going on as far as you know episodes of the pod or anything. Well, Dan, I'll have some stand-up dates. And, yeah, and, uh, and, you know, the pod is ongoing, so. Yeah, so the pod is weekly on Thursdays. We have a Patreon on Tuesdays, which is mostly ourselves and, well, pretty much it's just us and Spaventa, our producer. We've done one watch-along so far. It's really fun. And then Thursday, our new episode comes out, and we're weekly. Oh, yeah. You guys did the uh, Exorcist episode, I believe, as well, because I, I signed up for the Patreon, so I've been enjoying it. Oh, oh awesome. Thank you. Did, oh, you're yeah, right. We listened. The first one was the original. Are we recording right now or no? Exorcist. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, we're recording. Yeah, it starts to record no, I mean, immediately, like... and then I'll just like cut out. I'll edit out the oh, small okay. talk. Okay. All right, all right, cool, sweet. Cool, cool. Great. No, but hell yeah. That's awesome. And then, of course, I know, uh, uh, Sarah, you said you do a oh, wide. Well, you didn't say it, but I know on the podcast, you mentioned a lot of times that you do like casting and stuff like that. Is that something that you can talk about right now, or is that kind of yeah, like of all course. held up no, with a strike? No, no. Or... Um, well, it is, <laughs> yeah. but um, I've been doing it for almost 13 years, I want to say, and uh, it's been great. I love it. I primarily work in television and film, and lately I've been getting into commercials because it's a different side contract, and I love it. So, um, yeah, like, I'm just hoping for a resolution, and everybody's happy, and the parties can walk away amicably, and we can all get back to work. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. I'm excited for that. It was kind of a uh, bummer that, you know, it was announced like it was over. And then, of course, you know, it took a little step back, but at least it is moving forward in progress and stuff. But I know, I know, I know. I'm just hoping I'm just hoping that they can both, you know, bend the same way yeah, (laughs) so that they can agree on things. We'll see. Of course, we're definitely rooting for you guys, you know, of course, to get back to work and everything and not be held up too long. But uh, and Dan, uh, you didn't really get to mention, you know, the comedy side of things. Do you want to shout out some dates, you know, coming up in December, or maybe even the start of next year, if you're going to be anywhere? Um, yeah, this comes out early December, right? Yeah, the first Thursday, so, so the seventh, I think. So I'll be, uh, I'll be opening for Dan Soder all of December. I'm going to be at the Royal Oak Theater in Michigan. I'm also going to be in Atlanta at the Buckhead Theater. Oh. I'm going to be at the uh, Fillmore in Philly, and uh, I'm going to be in Jersey too, opening for Dan. So uh, check it out. Those are my uh, that's that's my big December happenings anyway. Oh yeah, no, no, definitely have some buddies up in Michigan and Philly, so they might make a trip out for that for sure. Awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, come by. Oh yeah, but uh, and then we can uh dive into the horror stuff if that's cool with you guys. Uh, uh let's do it. 
we can kind of start with the podcast and then move into my uh, normal sure. questions. I've mm-hmm. heard that you guys mentioned on the podcast. Uh, again, sorry to keep bringing that up, but it's no, my only uh, vein of research at this point. But uh, <laughs> the uh, you guys mentioned up there, of course, that the pandemic was kind of, you know, the inspiration for starting the podcast that you guys were watching, you know, like a horror movie every day. Do you guys mind kind of commenting on that a little bit? You know, kind of what inspired you guys to start the podcast? Yeah, I mean, I, I love, uh, I mean, I, I've always loved horror movies and... Oh, yeah. You know, whenever you get married, there's like, there's in general, there's only so many things you can cross over on. Like, like I watch Proper with my wife, but I don't love it the same way that uh, she loves it. And she'll watch football and wrestling with, with me, but she doesn't love it the same way I love it. Yeah. Horror is the one genre where we both love it the same way. Oh. And I think that over the pandemic, when, the person that I, I I was hanging out with the most was my wife. Um, it was, it was like, we were, we were trying to find things we both liked together. So like, I remember on Halloween, you know, for those like 30 days, we watched like 31 uh, days, 31 days. We watched a new horror movie every night, but I think we probably watched even more than that. I think we, and, and for my wife, she had, she loved horror, but she hadn't watched like a ton of the classics. Yeah. Well, I had seen them once years ago. Yeah. So there's like, like, like movies, like for instance, movies that like as a horror fan you love, but they're not classic movies and they're not like the best movies of all time. Like thirty days of night. Like my wife, wife, my wife loved it. I really liked it. A lot of horror fans love it, but it's not like it's not like uh, Hereditary or Get Out or this huge, you know, this huge movie that made like a ton of money. Um, but so- I think that's the beauty of the horror genre is that you can have a smaller budget. And you can have some unknown actors. You don't have to stunt cast yeah. and star fuck it. But I don't know. I just think that that's the beauty of horror is that you can have giant budget films and then you can have small, little, tiny backyard Blair Witch style. That is the beauty yeah. of horror. horror. That movie in particular, I think was a bomb, but that is the beauty of horror. And I, I think that like, you know, because my wife knows so much about casting and she kind of is, you know, I'm like, uh, we're, we're both in the business. You know, I think that that, that aspect of her, of it was interesting as well. And, um, you know, with horror, a lot of it's standalone. So it's like, like we just watched a movie called the beach, which is more about, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's a horror the movie, beach? not than the beach house. Oh yeah. Not the beach, not the, the Batman one. Cat. No, not that one not either. Uh, it's called the beach house. And it was a standalone movie and it was. It was it was also about the environment, and it's like horror can do that where you can kind of have like standalones mm-hmm. to like address a societal issue, and then yeah. be done with it. You don't have to like completely into the genre. Yeah, so, it doesn't all have to be yeah. blood and guts, blood and guts. It's like people think horror movies; they think someone right. being chased with a you know a sledgehammer, like a what, which which we that? love like that, like which, an electric saw. Which, by the way, we love that too. But no, yeah. but that's what I'm saying is like you can have a movie like that, and then you can have sort of the psychological horror movies. Um, and then you can have sort of like the the vampire-esque futuristic, and then you can have like the predators and the unknown and the monsters and the aliens. Yeah. It's a, it's amazing. It's so, the best. I mean, like for a podcast, like you know, one of the, one of the things about a podcast, you just you're just trying to get people uh, to listen. Right. And yeah. there's uh, um, you know, like I, I think that there's a lot of in America in general, there's a lot of couples that like uh they they uh they, they bond over horror movies like a buddy of mine um 
you you know him as the blade in AEW. He's a he's a wrestler, oh, but no. his wife isn't wrestling, and uh, the thing that they bond over is horror. You know, and they probably normally, you know, like like they have like like me and my wife, we have entertainment in common, and they have wrestling in common. Mm -hmm. But uh, horror becomes another thing that they can both generally enjoy at the same time, mm -hmm. um, and uh, and not. It doesn't take away from anything yeah. else. Like watching a horror movie to me feels like I've escaped the reality that I'm in right then and there, and I think mm -hmm. that's why I also like. The Real Housewives franchises because those are like horror shows. Every single episode yeah. is a nightmare, and so there's something <laughs> that kind of takes me out of the existence yeah. that I'm in. And but I don't love an alien movie. You can ask Dan. I don't love you don't love you don't love aliens. I don't love. I like Alien. I like the Sigourney Weaver. What do you film, like Aliens? But I don't, you don't like, like the second one. I don't like. Oh, I liked aliens, but I don't like uh, the little green goblin guys. You know, the not goblin, but little. My wife doesn't yeah. like dorky shit. That's what she's trying <laughs> to say. My wife doesn't like 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 it's she hates true. wrestling. She hates comic books. Like the stupidest stuff too. No, he's making me. No, sad. that's not true. She does not <laughs> like comic right. books. Look, like, I, I can do Sigourney uh, Weaver and Alien, but not in Galaxy Quest. That sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love her in Working Girl, um, <laughs> but can't yeah. take her anywhere else. <laughs> No, yeah, and I agree. Answer questions. <laughs> I uh, I agree hundred percent with what you guys are saying though about like casting when it comes to horror. It's like a lot of times it's you know a lot of these people are just real small roles that are just mm -hmm. uh, used to fill the uh, scenery until they get killed. So they're and I not. Think some of the best actors are in horror movies, but continue. I just think it's so fun. So, sorry, go on. Oh no, definitely. I agree hundred percent. Like especially like you guys mentioned, you know, Hereditary and Tony Collette. You know, Oscars. You know, uh, hashtag. You know, uh, Oscar for Tony or whatever. But uh, <laughs> she definitely deserved at least the nomination. But uh, but then you have movies like you were mentioning, you know, Thirty Days a Night, where you know Josh Hartnett stands out. You know, he's been in stuff. You know, like especially for horror fans, like The Faculty and uh, Halloween H two O and stuff like that. But uh, interesting enough, like by the time this episode comes out. Uh, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have done the faculty with Michelle Collins on the show. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. it was really fun. Oh, but yeah, yeah no, Josh Hartnett. That movie's great. Yeah, go on. But like everybody else in it, you know, just for like quick scenery, they're not asked to do too much, so it fits. You know, for horror, like the cast these unknowns, especially because if they do a bad job, it just fits into the other thing that everybody loves about horror, which is like the campiness. So it's mm -hmm. like almost every bad acting job just turns into a campy part of a horror film that. Uh, again, horror horror fans buy into where if it's bad acting in a comedy or a drama, it just feels uh, flat. Like it, it, it falls flat. Yeah, yeah you can get away with out, a so. lot. Like Toxic Advent Avenger is to me one of the funniest, campiest, cheesiest, but most delightful movies just to watch. Oh, yeah. How like everything was shot. You can tell they probably had like two cameras. They lost the second camera after three o'clock. And so then every shot was shot the same way and like yeah. in front of the same wall, but they'd move in like a plant or something to make it look. It was kind of like watching a high school play. I loved it. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. And then you have, you know, the bigger budget ones. What is the biggest budget? Do you know what the biggest budget horror movie is? I don't have any idea off the top of my head. I could think of a few that would probably. I know the the It movies had some pretty big budgets. The like yeah. the more recent It films. Sure, um, sure. Oh yeah, that that might be one of them truly because I feel like it is sort of this thing where you you read on IMDb and they're like they made it for five hundred thousand dollars in their garage and it grossed two point five million. So it's like okay, yeah. well they still made a profit. 
Well, especially um, yeah. chapter two of the cast that had like James McAvoy, Bill Hader, That's Jessica. Right, you're uh, right. That was Cassine. probably the most expensive. I'm gonna Google that when we get off this podcast. I'm curious. <laughs> what are we talking about? Careful. Uh, the most sorry, Dan just ran to get us each a soda. Um uh we're talking about what the the most expensive horror movie, like the biggest budget, not obviously gross or anything. What did he yeah. say? We don't know. We think the it, it two maybe the second one with the adults, with all the good actors in it that just that, came out. That's a, that's a good bad. Yeah, you look like The Shining or any of those like. Classics? I don't think it costs as much as it. No. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know if you guys uh saw the. I know you guys researched the uh your episodes when doing them, but when you guys were doing the Exorcist Believer, I don't know if you guys saw that they paid. I think four hundred million just to get the rights of the franchise, so that yes. might technically make it the most expensive. Uh, movie. You're right. The the new um the new Exorcist because they had to pay so much money to get the rights. Yeah, I, I think that that's that that's now becoming the cutthroat island of of horror. Yeah, which is so sad. Yeah, it's one of those things that it's like I knew no matter how this film was that they were going to move forward with a trilogy. It's just looking like they might move forward, move on without uh David Gordon Green, of course, but. Right. Um, I guess right. We'll see, but... Yeah. Did you get to see it in the theater? Yeah, but I will say that I went to a theater that um they expanded their screen after opening to one of those like immersive theaters where it was like floor to ceiling. And I felt like I was staring at fucking eyebrows the whole movie. So <laughs> I it didn't feel like comfortable with like giving a full rating. I will say I give it like maybe six out of ten. Like it kind of honked, but overall, like um, I do want to watch it again before giving like a full like deep dive rating into it. But I didn't didn't love it and uh definitely felt like just everything just felt forced, like the whole uh spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen Exorcist Believer that's listening to this episode by this mm-hmm. but by this point it'd be a couple months old, but uh, and we'll be coming up on 50 years of the exorcist in December, which is cool. Yes, but so cool. Uh, I didn't love the whole like forcing the whole like at the end where they all of a sudden brought in the fact that he had a choice between the mother and the daughter, and then uh the whole like teasing that one preacher just for him to come in and get his neck snapped, and then uh Ellen Burstyn being on screen for three minutes. I don't know, everything just felt very rushed for a film that was building a trilogy you know they could have flushed everything out like just way more yeah we the ellen Merce thing we definitely were like okay so she filmed for two days yeah. and one day she was laying well, don't, down don't ruin the patreon for him well i would hope by now most fans would have seen it <laughs> and true. if they didn't uh fuck then him. no don't fuck yourself but definitely go see it yeah when I listened to the Patreon thing. episode where you guys, uh, small spoiler alert for the Patreon for people listening, but where you guys said you booed the film, I'm like, I feel that. I definitely felt that. I did not. <laughs> I did not. If you listen to the episode. Wait a second. This is I this typical not. Sarah, by the way, where it's like. <laughs> so I love David Gordon Green. Like, it's uh, <laughs> hindsight is 2020. Uh, and now she's saying she didn't boo, even though like she may not have booed during it, because she definitely was not in. She definitely wasn't a uh, astute uh, movie observer. Okay, she was. Okay. I mean, you were like laughing and egging me and Spaventa on the whole time. <laughs> At one point, and this is nothing other than the fact that I have like severe ADD. I um started playing Block Blast, which is like my. You gotta phone. stay awake somehow. Exactly. But I loved the movie. I didn't love the movie. It was fine. Six out of ten is fair. I think that's super fair. Right. Especially because I mean, I mean, I gave it my money too, so I already helped with the whole fucking what, giving it way too 400 much. Four hundred million or whatever yeah. they had to pay. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Should have gave him a uh, bootleg viewing, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. But 
Uh, the first question I kind of like to ask all my guests, and you guys kind of te- touched on it a, a little bit, but uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to the horror movie stuff, is, you know, what was your relationship with them growing up, and did it change at all as you got older and became an adult? Um, well, I, I think I've always been a horror fan since I was a kid. I like that question. Um, you know, when I was a kid, like, I remember the one of the first big, like, one of the things that I remember anyway, I don't know if it was like, but I had an MGM Monsters lunchbox oh, when yeah. I was in kindergarten. So I had... I mean, I had the Wolfman, I had Dracula, I had Frankenstein. It was all in the same lunchbox. And it was really cool. It looked like one of those MGM movies. Mm-hmm. But, like, I guess the first movie when I was, like, a little kid, and I watched, like, the Wolfman, and I watched Frankenstein, and I watched Dracula. I loved all the MGM monsters when I was a little kid. But the thing that, like, I really loved when I was, uh, when I was, when I was a little kid was Monster Squad. Because it took <laughs> yeah. all it, it took all the MGM monsters like Dracula, Wolfman, Creature of the Black Lagoon, and it modernized it so you had like kids that were my age fighting them. And like that was the coolest thing. Well, same guy who wrote actually Lethal Weapon. Um but uh you know for like a kid that was like the fucking that was the coolest thing ever. That's probably as like a kid that was like that Monster Squad was like my favorite movie for sure. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what really got me in horror is Monster Squad. Oh yeah, I like that. That's cute. I love that movie actually. It's a great movie. Yeah. yeah. No, same here. I've been using it to kind of gateway my kid, who's he's only three years old, but I showed him Creature and he like actually liked it. So uh, oh, I gave, gave him with Monster Squad <laughs> and uh, not gonna lie, I shed a tear this morning rewatching the scene where Frankenstein goes into the portal because my oh, son, of course, man, he's literally <laughs> sitting next to me. He was like, "Oh no, Frankenstein!" And they, make oh, a yeah, it's sad. a pretty heavy, <laughs> you know, for like a kids' movie, it's a pretty heavy movie. Like they, it's a really sweet. They movie. shade, yeah. they say like dick and shit. And they also have like Holocaust survivors. Yeah. It's yeah. like uh, it, it's it's a very like it's like perfect for kids because it's like oh this is adult but there's kids. But it's yeah. good for adults watching it because they're like okay I can yeah. recognize that this isn't geared toward just kids. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. What yeah. uh, what adult can't laugh at the kick him in the nards <laughs> whole thing? <laughs> kick him in the nards. <laughs> but no, I agree. Uh, hundred percent. That's one of the funnest ones, and it's uh shameless plug here i did do an episode where i had uh andre gower who played sean and uh damn i can't remember his name but the guy that played uh rudy were both on the mm-hmm. show in one episode to celebrate the 35th anniversary of monster squad last year so if you're oh that's so cool this, uh, i want to listen to that, that yeah for, for sure guy. what's the uh who's the guy who plays rudy fucking the guy from more the rings elijah wood no, no the other oh you're saying rudy oh yeah yeah sean astin sean astin mm-hmm. oh you're thinking right? of Ru- sean yeah. astin's in it no, uh, yeah. not in Monster Squad. Oh, like oh, in Monster Squad. Yeah, he said yes. You're right. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the name Rudy and Mon- the kid's name is Rudy. It's uh, yeah, Sean Aston, isn't it? This kid was from like Mickey Mouse Club and stuff like that. But uh, Ryan Lambert is his name, I think. What? Oh, Ryan Lambert. Oh, yeah, Ryan Lambert. Oh, yeah. that is Rudy. Okay, he auditioned. Remember, he came in. So, like a couple years ago, Dan and I worked on this show together. I was casting it, and he was one of the writers. It was a Bill Burr show for all things comedy. A moral compass. A moral compass. Tyler Falbo. Tyler Falbo. Adam. We love Adam. Adam Lowe. Great. Great. Adam Lowe. Fabulous. Uh huh. They were just such great guys. But anywho, um, we had to do, you know, I was holding auditions in LA and he came in and I remember seeing that he was in monster squad. And I told Dan when I got home and he's like, Oh my God, that's so cool. And it's like, <laughs> you know, when you go to LA and you're like, Oh wow, there's JLo or there's like, I don't know, Britney Spears on the corner or Kardashian. 
to me, like the most exciting people to meet are the people that I loved when I was a kid in films that I loved. So like to me, meeting Brad Pitt, cool. Meeting Martin Short, amazing. Like just, I love you. I've loved every movie since 1980 when I could remember films at that point. Uh, Yeah. Right. No, it's like uh, same here. I met uh, even though it was like a very bloated, uh, probably drugged out version of Edward Furlong. It was super stoked. I was super stoked to meet Edward Furlong at a convention not so long ago. I had such a crush on him in Terminator 2. Oh, man. You got the the long version of Edward. (laughs) You got the long part. No, I, uh, I got all Eddie L's. Mm-hmm. He's in everybody's phone is, uh, now, but no, I, uh, I'm a, as a horror nerd, I'm a fan of Pet Cemetery too. And then of course, uh, brain scans. So those are two that I really like of his, but, uh, of course, you know, uh, Dan mentioned, you know, his relationship with him growing up. What was your relationship with horror movies growing up? Uh, Sarah, yeah. and, uh, did yeah, it change so- at all as you got older? No, uh, a little bit. Yes. So, uh, growing up, my family was mostly into like comedy. So like, I remember watching animal house at a very young age, maybe CPS should have been called. I don't know, (laughs) but I have older siblings, two older sisters. And the one that's my oldest is about seven to eight years pending where we are in the calendar year. And I remember her having slumber parties and watching horror movies. And I would be able to stay up or I would sneak and like hide behind a couch and watch with them. But it was, you know, it was like uh, 80s, mid to late 80s, early 90s. And it was just like a lot of Freddy Krueger. It was witchcraft. It was like a lot of weird art house horror movies. Well, they were were just great. I mean, like, okay, you could say Nightmare on Elm Street is is an art house horror movie in the sense that like it's a really inventive idea. Um, yeah. But Witchcraft was just like a B movie that we both watched. But no, not Witchcraft. There's a movie, and I'm going to have to ask my sister. Yeah. We did watch Witchcraft. But there was another movie where there was a woman who was a witch and lived in a castle, and a bunch of kids were going to the castle for the weekend. I think it's like every kid's movie when you're <laughs> No, I know. I, I'm I, like I, blending. I, I'm blending the I, good song. I, I, I know what you're saying. That sounds, <laughs> like, I'm sure that's like something I didn't watch that was around. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, no. I'll find out, and I'll let you know. We'll talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you mentioned uh, Monster Squad being uh, one of your favorites. And then, of course, you mentioned Freddy, you know, being one that stuck with you, you know, growing up. What's yeah. uh, some of your just favorites of all time? You know, of course, if Monster Squad's your favorite, you can shout that out. But uh, if you guys want to go with, you know, what's some of your favorites and you can shout out, you know, if you have that number one, you can shout that out. But if you want to shout out a few, you know, don't feel oh, limited. God, just yeah, one and, so um, many. What's good first? Uh, all right. I'll, I'll go. Let him start. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think everybody, like you just said, like, Everyone says The Exorcist is their favorite because it's like this weird thing where it's like also a great 70s movie, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. so it 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 like in 70s were like the best movies in the sense that they were like artsy but simple. Mm-hmm. And that's what The Exorcist was. Um, So, you know, and I think that like mo- like a lot of horror fans and, and uh, baby, I'm answering this. Can you go? I know. I- <laughs> like, my, my wife is like. I'm the one who's answering the question, and she's like snapping at me to be the one to snapping at the dog to be quiet. No, she's not. She was snapping at me to pick the dog up. Just work. I just want to. No, no, it's not. She was snapping at me to pick the fucking dog up. I feel like Um, I'm I'm married six years. Anyway, yeah, you've been married. You you understand. You understand the pain, the struggle, (laughs) what it is to be with a woman who abuses you. My wife's so supportive. I don't have to worry about her listening to this. So this won't get edited. <laughs> <laughs> because my wife is so supportive. She just, I don't have to worry about her listening to this. 
Um, but luckily, she is keeping my three-year-old like, downstairs. No, so I, I understand why like, people who say The Thing is their favorite. Yeah. Like, I get that, too. The remake, not the original. Yeah. Um, the original <laughs> is is whatever. I've seen the original, but the, the remake with John Carpenter, that's what they're what they're talking about as far yeah. as like favorite horror movie ever um but it's something i haven't like you know like the first uh movie that we did on our uh on our our show was hereditary and if somebody said to me like hereditary is not my favorite but if somebody said to me hereditary is their favorite mm-hmm. you know yeah. and they were like 10 years younger than me like i would totally be like yeah that 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 makes sense that's yeah. that's that's fucking up there. How about for you? What's your number one? So uh, I'll. What's actually funny is that you brought up uh, Exorcist because I always tell people that my favorite. So if I'm asked what my favorite horror movie of all time is, is Scream because that's the one that actually turned me into being like a fan of horror because I grew up yeah. kind of scared of it, and that was the first yeah. one that kind of showed me it could be fun because I was born in '92. I'm only like 31, so. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so that was like the movie that really changed me into like being scared of horror movies to love, and of course Nightmare on Elm Street might have done it years earlier, but I didn't never really. Uh, grasp that because I was always scared of going to sleep after watching those films. But uh, yeah. So, but I always tell people that if I was asked what I thought the best horror movie ever made was, it would be The Exorcist, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. uh, but my top three is actually those three films: it's Scream, Hereditary, and A Nightmare on Elm Street. I think Hereditary is so good. It mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to like. It's hard to like, you know, take away recency bias on stuff. But I, I even named my son Ari after Ari Aster. <laughs> like, there's so oh much I like to hereditary. So, you should uh, tell him that. <laughs> no, that movie definitely uh, took me about I, I've had another shameless plug, which I'll probably delete a lot of these shameless plugs out. But no, uh, I had Millie Shapiro on the show from Hereditary. And when I had her on the show, it was literally the weekend my son was getting born. I had to come home from the hospital, interview her, and then go back. And uh, oh my God. Uh, it was like, like a huge like weird thing you know just because he was being named ari already you know of course but, well congrats uh, buddy yes i but, mean no thank you, know, you guys that's showbiz guys <laughs> right. showbiz uh yeah, no, sometimes you guys just make shit fit you know like other people's schedules and stuff you know especially yeah. somebody like that you know such a fan of and stuff oh sure yeah your wife's in labor and your baby's born and then you're like wait i gotta leave and go <laughs> but the girl from hereditary who's so great by the way what yeah. a great actress she's yeah she's so good in that um, I think for myself, my favorite. Okay, so here's here's how I view horror. You have the psychological, like fucked up stuff, right? So for me, that's like hereditary, midsummer esque, those kinds of films. But then I love the ones with the puppets and the critters and like like puppet <laughs> master. Loves, my yeah. wife loves a critter. I love, loves critter. A critter. I love little Chucky doll. Anything where it's like a little cute thing. I think it's Gremlins was like one of my favorite movies as a kid. Because Kiswell was cute, but like Spike was such a little dick, you know. Yeah. Like I loved him. So, um, but then obviously I do love like she wanted to fuck Spike. She wanted <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. She wanted to bang her. She... Wait a second. She wanted to. <laughs> she wanted to bang her Pink Panther doll, oh, and this God. is a version of that. He's like the Joe Campbell of Gremlins. He's like the cool. I don't know what that means? Gremlin. I want to fuck Joe Campbell. That's what that means. <laughs> Hey, I fuck Greta oh Gremlin if it makes you feel better. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's man. Let's, let's fucking get this stink party started. Ew, <laughs> All right, what? Part no, keep it in. Add it more. Add it by 10. <laughs> just every other line. Yeah, just 10, 10 times. Just stink party. Stink party. <laughs> Disgusting brothers. Um, huh? And then I, and then I love, so I love like the Terrifier, which is so fucking gory. I love a. We're going to have in our, in our, in our gore. new year, if you're, if you're a fan of our podcast, 
uh it couple member well yeah but we should do um when we're in la me and my wife are gonna be in la at top of february and we're gonna do fucking terrifier and terrifier 2 we're gonna try to do two with annie letterman oh that's great annie's awesome um yeah so like things like that and then finally the shining exorcist you know those kinds of films i basically like all of them have i ever disliked a horror movie Dan, that you've watched me watch and um, <laughs> uh, no. yeah, the Exorcist Believer you didn't like. M&M's no, he happened. she hasn't. There's there's been some that's dumb, but I will say thing about my life, like Insidious. she brought up witchcraft earlier in the um in the podcast. Yeah, and I and witchcraft is a bad movie, but we both like really enjoyed watching it, oh. and that's why I'm like, oh, our marriage could last, right? How to last? Like. It's a really bad movie. It's very 80s. It's like got like a hot redhead girl. What's her name? Who was the head of the witchcraft? Who was the hmm. lead of witchcraft? Who are you talking about? Witchcraft. I'm looking. Hold on. All right. She's are you talking about witchcraft or which board? Literally. Wait, 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 which, wait, uh, which, wait, which what? Which board? You're right. Yeah, so witchcraft oh my is God. Yeah, because that's uh, the girl from Great White, right? Or the... White Snake's yes, part. that's what I mean. I was talking about which board. She's talking about witchcraft. Thank you, sir. Thank you, you sir. Uh, you, you saved our marriage. Of, uh, you saved our marriage. Uh, Tony again, we will not fuck okay. tonight and go to sleep. And yes, sleep witchcraft is the is a film series, y'all. Anyway, so that's <laughs> well, at least you can uh, jerk it to Tony Katane because that's what you're talking about. So if you got to sleep on the couch. Dude, oh, I'm, so jer- I'm jerking it right now. <laughs> remember I'm he's not. not wearing pants no listeners. i'm not my, my 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 penis is his tiny saxophone is uh it, it is as cocktail weenies you can get right now i was about to say i thought i heard some jazz some light jazz <laughs> <laughs> all right settle down you two <laughs> all little you guys all uh, uh, you know <laughs> this isn't the dan's penis is a small brigade <laughs> Okay, I think we it don't just know. became that. You know what? Well, we know what my wife saw it, and now you're about to see it, dude. I'm gonna <laughs> find you and show you my video. Oh, All of a sudden, the video flicks on. <laughs> yeah, it's like hey, the just, end of the ring. Oh, just you know, spray it green I... and give her the spike dream. You know, <laughs> uh, a horror movie that I loved is I think it's the '60s or late '60s, early '70s, Wicker Man. Yes, I fucking lived that movie. It was so odd and so strange and so beautifully shot. I just loved it. When Dan Dan actually introduced me to that, and I had seen the Nicolas Cage one, very different. And we love the Nick Cage, but uh, yeah, the original is just to me a masterpiece. Yeah, it's one of the OG like folk. I thought it was wild. I, I I wouldn't. I don't know if I would go masterpiece, but as far as like set p it's just cool to watch like it's like it's a very cool idea you know like we were watching you know like wicker man is similar to saw we just watched saw yes first the first time. saw so and this is that like saw and wicker man both are like not like execution wise like the story themselves like the actual characters of the story it's kind of like ah, eh, we've seen this before but the premise is so different and both Wicker Man and the Saw and Saw, and in both Wicker Man and Saw, like Wicker Man has like that classic 60s, 70s, and and Saw has that James Wan sort of like mm-hmm. craziness. So like uh I was right. That's what I'm trying to say. The the point <laughs> that I just brought up, I was right. Well, I fell asleep during my wife <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> You know, I dosed I, you know, for these, a second. These men whose wives are having affairs 
I I envy them because my wife just doesn't pay attention because she's just bored of me. It's not even she's getting better dick. She's like, this is this is what it is. I'd rather play got. block flip. Yeah, she'd rather play block. I have, Listen I, to him talk I, about stand up. Why didn't say stand up? We were talking about fucking Wicker Man. <laughs> All right, whatever. You know what? End of this podcast. <laughs> right. I'd rather my wife be out having an affair than snoring through my horror movies. That's for sure. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. She's like with another guy right now. It's like, don't worry, he's watching Saw. <laughs> <laughs> You won't see the twist coming after all the <laughs> but, uh, hell yeah. But you guys uh mentioned quite a few uh you know like favorites and then like you said, you know, hereditary being one that you wouldn't mind, you know, you could see where people see see as like a favorite and stuff. Is there any other like recent horror films that have came out in you know recent years? And by recent years, I mean you know the last decade or so that well, you guys I mean like we'll like say the one that everyone's saying because it's all right. My wife is telling me to be quiet. No, because you're talking and he talks over people. This is well, no, I don't. I don't. I knew we have had on the it couple. Right, I knew the question. I knew that what he was asking okay, about well. the next what the great twenty twenty three horror movie was, and for us, mm-hmm. it was talk to me. That's the worst. Like it, that wasn't mine. Well, it was for for a lot of us. Talk to me. Oh, for your, us, you're saying? I thought you meant you and me. I was like, don't answer. Well, yeah. What, what was a better 2023 horror? I movie? like Terrifier. This uh, this 2022. It was. Tw- well, Terrifier is like 2021. Mm. Terrifier two is 2022. Terrifier two is what. Oh, my wife yeah. is wrong, and she hates it. <laughs> She's breathing and googling. Here we go. Watch. Here we go. Um, Shut up. <laughs> as, I'll kill him. As far as other horror movies in twenty twenty three that I thought were really good, we just watched When Evil Lurks, which Fuck was yeah. a uh, which is a uh, I believe it's a Spanish movie, right? Oh yeah, I liked that one. Um, or it's yeah. a South American movie, Argentinian. Yeah, yeah Argentinian. So Spanish, but you know, different colonial. Oh, system. and then we also did the Bone Woman. Oh yeah, we did. who's Sarah? Yes, the did. Bone Woman. We did. Remember the girl I, I know. has a baby. The mom, the girl's no, like haunted, and she yes. But this is what happened. Let me, let me give you a little bit behind the curtain. My wife just looked up uh, like highest horror movies of Rotten Tomatoes, and Bone Woman was second. We haven't seen it. <laughs> She's confusing it with another Bone Woman. Uh, uh, right, the two Bone Womans. No, this is the best no, movie. Okay, that tell came us out. what happened in the Bone Woman then. All right, without <laughs> scrolling up, tell us what happened. It's a movie. Can't... No, it's a psychological thriller, um, about a girl who's. She's pregnant. My wife is She's pregnant and has a child, but she's like an old witch and she like sold her soul to like this sinister she's, town. This is the funniest thing. What? The guy who's listening to this has actually seen the movie. So, what's it actually about, sir? I haven't Damn. seen it either. I just heard of it, so I knew what you're talking Shut about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't back you up on that one. Both of you can kiss my ass. Now, I want to tell you something, Tim. I have a tendency when watching a film. To completely to... lie. Yeah, well, that. But also, I have a tendency to project what I think is going, not is going to happen, will happen. Like, I'm so sure of it. No, I have no. cracked the case, cracked actually. the code. But then the real magic comes in when I am a horribly wrong. Before we end this podcast, let me interrupt and say for the, once. The, the, the real the, here's the real story about Sarah. Uh-oh. Sarah doesn't know how to not stop talking. 
So the only way that like she can talk in the middle of a movie is she can predict the end of the movie. Now, 99% of the time, she's completely wrong uh-huh. about what she predicts. I think 1% you've been right because it was like so, it was so oh, obvious. So <laughs> it was like, you know what God I mean? God forbid I know how to write a film. <laughs> I don't actually. I'm like, how many acts are in a movie? I don't even know. Um, that's why I don't write. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any more questions, Tim? <laughs> yeah. Tim's I'll done have... with this marriage. You want us to give us the plugs? I only have one more uh, question for you guys, but I definitely feel you on that. My wife, uh, we watched a movie last night called Anything uh, for Jackson. I don't know if you guys saw that, but I definitely recommend it on Shudder. Uh, and I told Wait, her, I was what's like, what's it called? Uh, Anything for Jackson. It's about a couple Anything of Anything for Jackson. Yeah, it's we're about a couple of grandparents. Bravo awards tonight. <laughs> Hold on. Anything. For Jackson. Oh, ooh. it's pretty much about like a this. set of grandparents that are trying to like reverse exercise their child into a pregnant woman. Mm. So, but it's really good. And uh, I put it on as I put it on. I gave her the precursor that I saw this movie back when it came out and I don't mm. remember a lot about it. So as the movie continued on, she asked me a bunch of questions about it. And I was like, I told oh. you when this shit started. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I smoke a lot of weed. That's why this podcast uh, is what it is. <laughs> yes, but you know what? Who doesn't smoke a little weed? Yeah. <laughs> but I was just saying, my, uh, I told her the other day <laughs> I have onset early. I didn't know I was doing a podcast with Ziggy Marley over here. <laughs> <laughs> you made me go video off, so I got to keep my uh, persona under wraps. <laughs> I got to keep I got to just chew on my dreadlocks the whole time, but <laughs> but no, the really only uh, the only final question I have for you guys is I like to ask my guests at the end of every episode, do they have a horror story of their own? And, you know, it could be something that was scary shit that happened to you in your personal life or just, you know, a funny night gone wrong on the well, road or even in a you know casting like audition a, or something. This isn't a traditional horror story, but being an abused husband, is it for <laughs> I was going to say this marriage. No, I'm kidding. You guys, I saw Girls Trip last night and the the this fake is, this marriage is not exactly no no but i'm just saying like the fake marriage between regina hall and mike coulter i'm like that is not us like we're not doing a facade this is who we are um scariest who, thing thank you guys from the hot who from fucking the guy who plays the hot marvel character steel no that's the dc character yeah. the van what who's the famous Who's the Marvel guy? The 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 black dude with the bald head. You're gonna have to cut all this out. No, I mean it's not like I'm not like it's, it's one of the defenders. It's Luke Cage. Thank you. Oh Is yeah, Luke yeah. Michael. Yes, he's yeah. Luke Cage. Look at my wife, always assuming the worst about me. Uh, never mind. Then. It's Luke Cage. Um, oh yeah, he is. Yes, I'll go fuck can... myself. Oh, <laughs> let's get a Google Maps to your pussy because you're gonna have to fuck yourself. Uh, I will slice him all right. tonight. Well, hey, thanks for having us on the show, sir. Tim, thank you. Do we answer all your questions? <laughs> yes, I, I appreciate you guys for coming on the show. Oh, and hey, check out the Ed Couple, sure. man. Oh yeah, check out the Ed Couple. It's our horror podcast. Lots of fun guests weekly. We She's have a pointing on. right now, thinking that like this is a visual medium. It's not. <laughs> all right, it could have been. All thank right, you, Tim. Thanks, Tim. And as usual, I just want to say thanks again for listening and make sure you check back next week. So I'll be joined by the one and only Mikey K of the band Private Hell, as well as host of the Toxic Schlock podcast. So check back for that. 
Go follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and X for all updates on the podcast. Don't forget that the link to the Patreon is in the description if you're interested. Thanks again for listening and stay safe.